without further ado, introducing Tika Talks. Hello, 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 great people. I am Tamika Marable King. Thank you for tuning in to Tika Talks. Um, what's up, y'all? Look who in here. Deacon Derek King, my brother-in-law. You know, he filled in for me last Sunday. If y'all missed it, go back, replay it. When I tell y'all he going to come with a word when he show up, he going to come with a word. Tell him what's up, Deacon. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. We we are going to come with a word. We oh, okay, gonna, okay. We're going to tag team um, this thing today. Uh, I, I was sitting at home yesterday. I was watching one of the games. And no, I was actually watching a golf match and a commercial came on that said something that just jumped out of the screen to me. And what, what it was, what it ended up talking about was it, they, they made this one statement. Waiting for the right conditions is not a strategy. Mm-mm-mm. And when, when, when I heard that, I, I said, wow. And, and I just began to think about how many of us are fixing to do something. How many of us are planning to do something? When I get the money, I'm going to do it. When I move, I'm going to do it. When I finish school, I'm going to do it. Oh, have mercy. It's always when I'm going to do it or I'm fixing to do something. But we're coming today to tell everyone mm-hmm. that waiting for the right conditions, that's not a strategy. Look, a strategy is a, is a plan of action to execute something to an expected end. That, that is a strategy. That means you, you, you have a plan. Come on now. But anytime we sit and wait and try and wait for the perfect conditions, it takes no strategy at all for that because <laughs> that means everything is already in place. Mm-hmm. And, and so what we want to challenge you on today about is what is it that you know that you should be doing but you're using the condition as an excuse for your strategy not to begin to move. Jesus Christ. That's me. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Y'all, <clears throat> I, I, when he said that this morning on Sunday school, I like to throw my phone twice, okay? Because I'm telling you, I'm thinking to myself, I'm guilty of it my own self. You know, I, there are times when I know God is telling me to do something and, and I'll go back and forth on the inside about why I shouldn't do it. Even though you know the Lord is leading you to do something. Something about us as people, we are slow to obey Mm -hmm. in many different areas of our life. And I know, you know, just from the, the growth I've had with God during the pandemic, we have to obey him when he speaks the first time. We take offense whenever we talk to our children and they don't obey us the first time we say something. We don't want to have to continuously repeat ourselves. We find it to be disrespectful. We got to learn to listen. We got to learn to move. And we don't need to wait for the right conditions because we are already conditioned for where we're going. God has already put a plan in, in place for the things that he has destined for you. You just got to walk in them. You just got to know that what is stirring on the inside of you is enough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's going to work. And and it will work as long as you work it. Yeah. And, and, and something else about that that I just thought about, too, about waiting on the right condition. What it does is, to me, it takes God's job away from him. Mm-hmm. 
Because see, if you're waiting on the right conditions, then you can do it. You're waiting to where you have everything laid out so that you can do it all by yourself. And so then you, you have just taken God completely out. You have just sidelined God and you said, well, I have everything I need mm -hmm. to achieve this goal that's before me. So since I have everything in place, since uh, the conditions are perfect, then I'll just take off and go do it. See, it doesn't take God to do that. And, and so when, when we try and wait on those conditions to be perfect, I'm going to tell you what's going to end up happening. You may say that at 20. You'll be still saying it at 60. Mm -hmm. If you are always waiting for the conditions to be right, you know, I mean, to be perfect. And look, something else I think that it does is when we move, even when the conditions are not perfect and trust God in it, sometimes what it forces us to do is face an ugly past that we have left behind. Mm. Because a lot of times God will call us back to the thing that he has delivered us from in order to bring us to a certain place. A good example of that is when Jesus got off the ship uh, at the tomb of the Gadareans. And, and, and the guy who, you know, was tied with fetters and all this kind of stuff. So they, they couldn't contain him. So they just put him in the tomb with the dead people. He would cut himself. He would do all this kind of stuff. Later. So they isolated him and put him in a place with dead people. All right. So what happens? Jesus comes. Jesus uh, uh, cast out the devils in him. This is the interesting part. When Jesus healed him, he wanted to go back with Jesus. But Jesus says, no, go back to your home. All right. And so in that, it sounds like that it would have been the right thing for him to just take up and just go follow Jesus. Right. But Jesus said, and, and, and this is me looking at in what Jesus, Jesus's response to him. No, I need for other people to hear your testimony <laughs> of what I have delivered you from. So you don't need to tag along with me. You need to go and do what I just did for you to someone else by your testimony. So sometimes because of, of our conditions being so rough that we say, well, once this gets right, then I'm going to do it. Once that gets right, then I'm going to do it. And what it ends up leading to is inactivity. We're not active anymore. You know what? When water is not active, it is not good for anything. Nothing. You can't even drink water that is not moving. Because if it's not active, then it's not good for you. Mm -hmm. And so in that, a lot of times, we become stagnant while waiting for the conditions to be right. And instead of stagnant water helping us, it actually hurts us. His cash app is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, listen, I'm telling you right now, if you, if you don't soak that up and just soak up the fact that you have so much power and so much yes. ability to act on the things that God has already put inside of you. You know, sometimes people will ask you why, why you know, you think you can do that or you want to go do that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 
I do. Yeah, that's what God said to me. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. But I know I can't wait for the conditions to be just right, that my faith is activated through circumstances, not necessarily being what I think, think they should be. And God knows I've lived my entire life with the circumstances always being different than what I thought, what I planned out. Uh, you know, even for what I might be praying for, they, they're not going to always be just right. There's no perfect time to have your child, no perfect time to build your home, no perfect time to decide to change jobs. That's right. Keep rolling with the Lord and, and, you know, rolling with your faith, being exactly who God has created you to be and being unafraid and unapologetic. Don't be afraid to go out here and be like, okay, God, this is what you told me in, in private. And now in public, I'm going to go ahead and execute this, this, and this. Show me how to do it. He's going to show you how to do it. You got to have an ear to hear him. And sometimes we want to listen to everybody else, everybody else yep. plans. Yep. Your parents may be like, don't go do that. You know, if I were you, I wouldn't do it. They're not you. Mm -hmm. God didn't give them the vision. He didn't tell them, you know, the things he's told you. So you got to get out here and make a choice. Okay, well. I know it's less than perfect, but God, I trust you. God, I believe that what you told me is what you expect me to do. And now you're going to put people in place, line things up so that it begins to take place for me. And then as it begins to happen, walk in that. Be effective in everything that you're doing, it, whether it is something small or something big. Because we think, oh, if it's not real big and real grand yeah. and yeah. everybody gets to see what I'm doing, it matters not. But you could just whisper a small thing to somebody in a store yeah. and you don't know what type of blessing you are to them. They could have been on the verge of committing suicide when they left where they were. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they just needed a word of encouragement and God used you. Do it. Say it. It's big no matter what. Yeah. And, and look. I can guarantee you somebody right now is saying, well, I don't know what I should be doing. Okay. All right. Well, let's just take this for example. What are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. What are you good at that other people don't know that you are good at doing? Look, that, that's a good place to start right there. Now, of course, it would be seeking God's face. Because God is the one that puts passion within us to do whatever we are doing. He is the one that puts that passion, that drive within us. If, it, if it's serving others, look, everybody can't serve people. There's some people that they, I think that they could do probably their level best, but there are just some people who are just not good at serving. They are just not good in that, at that capacity. Right. But then at the same time, they might be good at supporting others that are serving. Mm -hmm. They might be good at working in the background, trying to help and push and get the vision to move. So it, it comes back to what are you passionate about? And that's where, you know, you really need to start. And like Tika was saying, don't it does not have to be a great big thing in your eyes mm -hmm. because I'm gonna tell you something. If I'm having a bad day and I meet you, uh, I'm pumping gas and you walk up and you say, I just feel like I need to tell you that everything is gonna be all right. Look, that's big to me, right? That I, I'm talking about that is huge to me because I'm looking at this thing, I don't, I can't get the ends to meet. Uh, I don't know how this thing is going to work out. I'm about to throw up both hands. I'm about to throw in the towel. But you just coming and saying, 
everything is going to be all right. This thing is going to work out for your good. You may not see it now. Just the, and see, it may see, and I'm going to tell you why it's small in your sight. It's small in your sight because you're good at it. That's see, right. anything that you're good at, you can make it look easy. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. that's why LeBron, Kobe, MJ, all, see, they can get on the court and make it look easy. They make it look so easy that we sit on the couch and fuss and argue <laughs> when they miss the shot. Knowing that we, a lot of us, can't even shoot a free throw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it, what it is is that we have watched them, and because they are so gifted at it, they make it look so easy that we think it, it's easy. Mm-hmm. But it's easy for them because that's what they are called to do. That's what they are passionate to do. And it goes the same way with anything that we do. And, and in, on top of their passion, uh, on top of them being called, they put in the work. They're disciplined. They're consistent. And so, you know, Good they word. continuously yes. nurture what God has already gifted them with, what mm-hmm. he's blessed them with. They are putting forth an extra effort every day to continue building who they are. So when you want to become someone, you know, great at something, you have to put in the work to Mm -hmm. continuously build. You got to spend time with God. You got to read your word. You got to learn how to fast. You got to, you know, talk right. You got to walk right. You got to act right. Mm -hmm. You got to live holy and righteous the way in which God has intended for us to be. And we can't be flip-flopping. You know, we can't be saying, oh, I want to do this one day and then I'll do this the next. No, God, I'm going to be real or be still. Shout Mm -hmm. out to Mary King and Mary B. (laughs) Y'all, if you want God to work, you know, in your life, open the door. Allow him Mm -hmm. to. We are so closed off. So, you know, uh, Earlier this week, I, I was complaining about something, and God said, you are limited by your refusal to try something new. Wow. I said, come wow. on, chill out, bro. <laughs> chill. Good God Almighty. But you're talking to me, and you're talking right. It's the truth. And so, you know, I am limited because I don't want to try new things. Hardly ever. Definitely not foods. Uh, you know, going new places. I will be like, I don't want to do that. No, I don't like that. And God is like, you ain't even tried it. Some of us haven't even tried it. You haven't even tried him. And you think, oh, God ain't for me. Being saved ain't for me. You ain't even tried it yet. You haven't even had a taste. And then when you do, you're going to be like, Lord, have mercy. I should have been tried this. Mm -hmm. I should have been doing this. I've wasted a lot of time. But now that you now that, you know, now you can do. Mm -hmm. So really what we came to tell you is, uh, you know, we have exposed that (laughs) you have no strategy. Mm hmm. If, if you're waiting on the right conditions, that is not a strategy. You are not strategizing. That's right. What you are doing, you're just making excuses. You're procrastinating. But we're blowing the whistle on you. We're throwing, we're throwing out the flag that it's time to stop waiting on the right conditions. It's time to get a plan together. And it's time to move. Maybe what God is going to do is when you start to move, he's going to touch the heart of the person that's sitting across the desk from you to get you in the door where you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do not have uh, all of the credentials on your wall, but look at how many other people have gotten in rooms that they were really not supposed to be in, mm-hmm. but it was because of God's favor. So stop waiting for the right condition. That, that's no strategy. We're calling you to strategize, get a plan together, 
move, even if you've got to move scared, that's fine. Just have faith in God and move on. There you have it. And once the mind expands, it cannot go back to its original state. Yes. We just gave you a word. Your mind was expanded with that. Take it and go. Uh, that's it. That's all. Uh, I want you guys to do what you do best. That is being you. I absolutely love you. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Be intentional. You got a shout out, Deacon? We out of here. All right. God bless you.